Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. But he does, he has that sort of ego in him. And that is probably why he will take this job. But it's also... Yeah, look, he doesn't owe QPR anything at all. He's just, he has benefited from it an opportunity to manage a championship club and QPR benefited because you're top of the league. The problem He's... isn't his ambition. The problem, I think, Jim, sorry, whoa, whoa, if you whoa, finish whoa, your point. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Luke, is that true? What? Luke Ball says he's turned it down. Who's Luke Ball? Bally? Has he turned Luke, it down? Is he on the wind-up? I don't know. Quick, go to Twitter. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, Jim, oh my god. Jim, 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 Jim. Oh my good god. Okay, where do I go? Where do I go? Where do I look? Where do I look? Ball, Luke. It's true. Where, where, where? Fucking where. <laughs> yes, Luke. Sorry, I saw it. We can talk. Later on, I'll message you back. Fucking Luke, he's, get he's, my fucking back, mate. Yeah, Jeez. well, he never, he never fucking stops texting. Yeah, it's like, oh, oh, a minute wrong. We're clearly about to do a podcast, Luke, and he's going, "Oh, but did you see my email?" Yeah. Fucking look, it's Ooh. not all about you and your bloody deals, mate. Yeah, I'm clearly not busy, am I? Yeah, <laughs> clearly got five minutes for you and your email, Luke. Yeah. Well, actually, should we just stop and wait for the go on, Luke? Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, why, yeah, why don't you two come go and Discord go off? Yeah, come and Discord. Server. Let's discuss this email, shall you? Yeah. Right. Uh, Successful prick. Yeah. You fucking, you fucking proactive you fucking cunt. <laughs> <laughs> you with all your fucking en- youthful energy. You wait, you wait. You wait to be your jaded 41-year-old. Let's see how fucking emails, many emails just a day you're yeah. sending then. Yeah, you wait until yeah. it hurts to exhale. You fucking yeah. wait. <laughs> uh, right. You, wait, you, can't, you can't get through an entire night without getting up for pit, to have a piss. You wait for that, mate. Yeah, See how yeah. sprightly you are at 11. 11. <laughs> yeah, you wait until you just... The only thing you want in your life is to sleep for seven hours straight. But you yeah, can't. you wait, mate. You wait. You wait, but you, you wait till you can't drink two pints of beer without getting acid reflux and having to take a Rennie's just to get through the third pint. Yeah. You wait until you, you go, look, it's the weekend. I'm going to have a couple of drinks and a pizza and you put on half a stone. You fucking, <laughs> you fucking wait. Right? Fucking and you won't be high metabolism wait. bastard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just I just eat what I want, really. 
Do you? I just, do I just you? don't put on weight. I just don't put on weight. Is that right, mate? <laughs> That's a funny thing. I don't know why. I try. Yeah. I eat what I want, but I just don't put on any weight. Do you, know, do you know, it's funny, actually. I don't really put on weight. I just sort of eat what I want. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. Well, isn't it? It's not funny. That's the opposite of funny. Yeah. It's fucking frustrating. You wait. You'll, you, you will explode. You, your time's you, coming. Yeah, your, your time's time, coming. You're like a t- ticking tie bomb. You will yeah. explode. Yeah, we, and we will be there, mate. We <laughs> yeah, will be yeah. there looking. Look at him. Hasn't he gone to seed? Yeah. <laughs> when they... He looks like he's been left out in the sun. That's it. Because by that point, technology will have gone so far that you lot will all be on camera as well in the audience. And do you know what we're going to do? We're going to tap on you, Luke. We're just going to make that a little bit wider and let everyone see your little pot belly because you've been eating crisps and general beige food for the last 15 years because you don't really put on weight. Yeah, can't wait. Yeah. Halfway through the podcast, we're going to stop. Right, and we're all gonna look at you, and I'm gonna look at you in your podgy little face, and go, "You're disgusting." Yeah, you disgust it, me. Yeah, maybe, maybe that addiction to carbs—you should have kept an eye on that earlier. When you yeah, were do you remember young. you said that you can eat whatever you like, all pizzas, all beige food, but you're too now busy you. texting too- me, saying, "Can we have a chat?" <laughs> yeah, and- no, is the answer right now because we're very busy. Yeah, and I'm do what, Luke. Do you know what? I wanted to start this podcast with positivity, but you've just... And I'm not in the best moods of moods. You've wound him up. Because I fucking... Top of the league, we are. Top of the bloody league. Oh, did you win? And this... Well, I mean, it's a curious situation. It is a curious situation. Oh, that is interesting. I just noticed that. Was that last night? Wow. Well, 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 hold away. Let's, let's, I, won't reveal, I don't want to reveal it just yet because I, I did. I had some sort of form of structure to this podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Go James on. and Flat for now. Will that, will that rant make it into the podcast? If it doesn't, I'm never coming back. Yeah, I'll be disappointed. That's um, the gold. That's the gold, indeed. Uh, right. Yeah, welcome back to James and Flat for now. Morgan Davenport said this. 40 likes when the Jaffin theme hits my ears I'm instantly half mast ready for the weekend lovely love that oh, well hell. sounds sounds good doesn't it but it, I just want to say something I don't want to ruin your thing I just I just I don't want to say anything but I have just looked I don't know I, I won't say it I won't say it go on what I have to well I've just I've just no I won't say it you, you will come to it naturally Okay, well, so obviously you've clicked on the title here, guys, and you will have seen that uh, Mick Beal is in it, and uh, I wonder if that's what you're talking about. He hasn't taken the job as of yet, but I'm pretty 100% sure that he will be taking it. He can't! Oh, we'll talk Can about he? It. But I want to get no, to the important God. things here, because, oh. like, because, and I'm gutted about that this week, because we're bloody doing well. well. We'll show you that in a second as well. It's a very curious situation. And this is one of the most exciting sandwich-based football podcasts out there. And I'm excited to talk about sandwich chat because literally the entire comment section was about sandwiches. And, and I'm Good. proud of that. I'm proud of what we create. But I feel yeah. like this is more important because if Morgan Davenport is getting an instant half mast, which is code for an erection, ready for the weekend. To you, Morgan, that's a flippin' little comment that is is a lovely little compliment in the Jaffin style. For me, my head then goes... It means the world to me. 
<laughs> yeah, it means the world to me as well. But my concern is what if you spend your whole weekend at half mast? That sounds horrible, doesn't it? I don't know because it's kind of like when you're. You know, have you ever spent an, an extended period of time half mast? Yeah, I'd say about I'd say about six hours a day on half mast. Just and it's just not. It's just a nice little lob on. It's not like a full. You know, it's not uncomfortable. It's just a, a nice little lob on. Does, <laughs> does it not feel like it's a? Just, does it just, not feel like just, like something that you're sort of like a half yawn? Then is it not? Yeah, a little bit, but no. No, can I just? You know, you know when you're first meeting a girl, right? You and you and you're sort of comfortable enough to go around her house. Maybe spend the night together, right? Um, And then you're you're walking around in some joggers the next day. You give yourself a little flick just before you walk in the room, (laughs) don't you? Just like, just give it a little flick, and it looks it looks like you're you're packing more. Yeah, just a couple of flicks just before you go in the room, and then. uh, Go, mate. Go. Are we good. Are we good. Are we good. Are we good. Talking to it. Are we good. Are we good. Are we good. Are we bumping. We're bumping. We're bumping. <laughs> yeah, true. It's a bit like um, I had that. I I, I used to play for a uh, a football team that ha- was sort of to a man incredibly well endowed, and <laughs> uh, you know, and obviously once you get to you remember like as a as a youngster, you're kind of like if you're having showers, you're like, well, no, we're not having showers because I don't want anyone seeing. Yeah anything ever right but then once you get into once you get into adult football you're supposed to be blasé about your pick. yeah i'm not blasé about that by the way. <laughs> no, i remember i remember at ball street we'd be, we we went to um we played five aside at arsenal's training ground i think mm. and uh jed never had a conversation about being naked together he was just straight out yeah. it was out i was okay. like i've worked with this guy for two years and now i've seen all of his dick keynote there six, f- six foot five inch Inch six and five, yeah, six and five inch. <laughs> um, yeah. Jed, that's why he's walking around. And I would never, yeah. I would never, I never mentioned it. I never brought it up until this moment. But I've never forgotten that image. <laughs> Good, because yeah, well, yeah, because back in the back in those days, I would there would be some bumping before you know. Yeah, I'm just gonna nip to the toilet before. No, I'll be, no, I'll be in the shower, lads. I'm, nah, hey, I'm coming. I'm coming, guys. Just people slapping your bum. Nah, I'm, wait, you, steady. I'm coming. I'm coming. I just, I've just got. An, I'm just desperate to go to the toilet. Bumping. We're bumping. Are we ready? Let's go. Uh, anyway. Yeah, it's. I remember just a quick one. This is sat next to this kid in uh, swimming uh, when I was at school called Jermaine Edwards, and um, he would sit on the edge of the pool. We'd all sit on the edge of the pool. We're doing practicing diving or whatever it was. I remember looking down for whatever reason. To be honest, I could have looked anywhere and still seen it. It was just this. It was curled up like a German sausage. It was so big. And I was like, well. Just rolls it up. That's like, the end. It, well, not intentionally, but it just goes like when you he do, sits down. Like you do with your tie. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. you play with your tie, roll it up and you go, boom. Um, interesting. Uh, the Jim Big Laugh Award, uh, we'll just get this uh, out of the way because this did make me laugh out loud. We've got a couple of Samisms just hangs in there, doesn't it, in the running order every single week. And we've got people seem a couple to like of, it. People do seem to like it. And um, do you think Sam will pass away? And people go, oh, Sam Peoples passed away. And people yeah. go, Sam Peoples. Samism Sam. Oh, Samism Sam. Oh. <laughs> Here we go with that. He does um, actually watch the pod, so yeah. <laughs> he must look at him, chuckle to himself. Or he absolutely hates it, I'm not sure. He loves it. He bloody loves it. Uh, Freddie Finlow. Sounds like a dodgy name, but we'll leave it. Um, working in... This made me laugh out loud, like really heavily. This is a sort of a Samism. Samism. Working in a shop, giving someone 3.45 change. And I said, quarter to four change. 
That's very good. That's exactly what happened to me. I went quarter to full change, and it took me it took me about four <laughs> seconds to go. Oh, I get it. Uh, thankfully, I was indeed around. It was indeed around the time I said. So apart from looking a bit weird for blurting out the time, I think I got away with it. Isn't that funny how his mind works? Anyway, that made me laugh out loud. And uh, very quickly, go back to last week's podcast or the end of the podcast if you missed uh, this. But TJ Powell can confirm I did draw a uterus. Yes, that's right. <laughs> he was like, <laughs> I, I, I was so confused. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really. Let I said, like, why are you not getting this? And I'm pretty sure it's the uterus. <laughs> yeah. Um. So let's talk. Um. Let's talk Beal, because um. Yeah. They. Well, what's the thing that you know? And by the way, it, this is exclusive opinions for the uh, moist slugs. Um. Before anyone else. So if you want to join us, uh, we do mail <coughs> bags each week. Um. Have a good <coughs> chat, and then obviously we do the live generally when we can for them exclusively we... so i'm intrigued to know what people think about beal what what are we talking about can we start with what where you are can we start with how interesting that is is that are we can we do that because well, it, it I, feels like the precursor to any conversation feels curious doesn't that we're going to have it's interesting it is the league table jim i i so obviously for my own reasons i wasn't very interested in looking at what other teams were doing after spurs's absolute shit show at Old sure. Trafford so so so, so as uh, I apologize for not really finding out this information yesterday that's fine I wouldn't be able to sleep because I'd have been so interested so <laughs> yeah. interested in what's going on QPR yeah. currently I mean do you want to bring it up yeah QPR. it's it's right in front uh it's right in front of us right now um right there so they are um is that, is that well oh my word is that a I, that's a game in hand on second isn't it is that game in hand on second it might be. I mean, I mean just that is interesting. Yeah, mm. yeah. So it appears that you you are a game in hand on Blackburn after fifteen games. That's very interesting. It is. What's it's... curious about it is you're the only team that really deserves to be there as well. I don't know what I, all the all the rest of the championship is. It is madness, right? It doesn't make any sense. Blackburn you, you... in second is is weird, and Burnley in third. The rest, you're right. Burnley the rest of the league draws. is absolutely bizarre. Eight draws for Burnley, who are going for. They're going for the other um, title, aren't they? They want the draw to win the draw league. Has anyone else got eight? No, they have got eight. They're, so they're out in front now. Preston yeah. lagging in seventh now. Um, yeah, um, it's, it's a weird league. Blackburn but, won nine, lost seven. No, I know that's mad. They've so been... your top, your top, Jim. You're not just. There's not something happening here, right? You're top of the league, legitimately, after 15 games of a game in hand. I mean, that's not for me to say. No, I know. What, no, what I can, uh, I, I can't say. I cannot confirm nor deny that. But what I can provide are some visuals, and there is one right in front of you right now. And there is a one next to our name currently. Uh, that's all that's what i see i that's mean that's all i can see i understand you can't part you know it's not for you to say yeah i i can say that there's one there's very few things in this world that don't lie and the league table is one of them 15 games it's quite a lot isn't it that's, quite that's a, lot. a lot of games mate that's not like i'll oh, top after four after you've won three and drawn one and so you know you're top of the league yeah we are top we're going up going up everyone's singing it ironically not really yeah. thinking that they're going up 15 games is a substantial section of the season. So this will um, 
I'm intrigued to see what the deal is with the championship, like XG and stuff like that. Because so I was at the game yesterday. We won three nil, which um, that's good. I think. Um, I think that is good. <laughs> they were, to be fair, they had a man like sent off completely, un- completely good. unfairly after about twenty minutes. But Still we good. also probably played in the t- that twenty minutes the best that we've played all season. So I mean, look, you know, sending that's a sending in terms of sending off. You've played often. It's unless a, a player has absolutely lost their head, you're playing into a situation where a team is forced to commit errors, and sometimes those errors lead to sending offs. It's not your fault. Oh, fact, got some great goals as well. Um, so yeah, so but, but the reason I say that is because I, I was intrigued to see what what our like XG is and stuff, and because it it feels like. The squad is getting better and better, but you've got to be careful in getting too excited when you played against a team of ten men. Um, mm. Yeah, but you're not. But you're our getting XG, excited, but... our XG is is pretty high. It's in the top five. Our XG ratio is second. So we are. So that is, is this XG per ninety. So is this an XG? You might this have is over throughout goals. the season. Throughout the season, this is. Sorry, that's expected goals for expected goals against. Where are we on that? Let's have a look. Uh, great podcast, this, isn't it? Um, oh. Where is Q- I can't even find QPR now. Mid table, mid table. My point is, <laughs> mate. My point is, is that we we are playing well, but I actually think we can play better. Right. Good. So you haven't kicked into second gear, is what you're saying? There's just so much potential in the squad. The squad is young. Jim. It's uh, got nice little mix of a few older heads. We keep the ball really well. We've got some really good loan signings, some of which are taking a second to get to their heights, but you can kind of see the ceiling. Ilias Chair has gone to another level. And it's Jim. all going to burn down. No, it's not. That's it, Jim. None of this matters, does it? Does it matter? Look, tell me, the news just broke yesterday, didn't it, James, right? You you called me. Um, I thought something terrible had happened. You called me and I didn't know who else to call. And I was like, oh, my God, what's he going to say? And then he said, Michael Beale, we've, uh, QPR have agreed to allow Michael Beale to talk to Wolverhampton Wonders. And my instant reaction was just to help, was to go, don't, don't, don't worry, he's not going to go. Don't worry, why would he go? Why would he go? He's got a great thing going on at QPR. But if you're Michael Beale, in this instance, there aren't. It's not often that the Premier League jobs come up, five or six a season, maybe. And there's so many managers that want those jobs. For Michael Beale to be offered that job, it's difficult. It's difficult for him to turn that down. So, Jim, knowing that, how do you feel? So, yeah, the formal approach has occurred. I, I, how do so you I, feel, Jim? Well, so I did a video when he got the job, and. I sort of looked at it. He's super ambitious, like dangerously ambitious, right? So the the best way this works out, I was thinking the best way this works out is he gets us up and then gets pinched. Or yeah, he, yeah, we, have a, we, we have a great season this year. Again, he, he does a good job. We don't go up because the players are a lottery. And... He goes. He gets cherry picked next year or in the summer. The thing I'm struggling with is two things. Is one, this is too soon. Like if you say everyone gets paid the same, right? (laughs) 
this it's too soon for him he should stay if 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 that's the case the problem is how often do these opportunities arise and how much is he on someone like him is he being irresponsible to his family if he doesn't take this job because yeah he will earn he'll be on and i'm plucking this out of the air he'll be on 20k a week max with us okay yeah yeah and it's all right though, isn't it? It's not bad. I'm um, yeah. That's not, not a bad week's work. But with if he went to Wolves, <coughs> he's earning, yeah, he's, 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 earning he's only triple that. He's only possibly. five six million pound a year, probably. That's yeah, probably he's what on he'd at be least on. sixty. Is he not? Um, the problem you've got because this plays out so many different ways, right? If he stays with us, honestly, the squad is really exciting. He's we the one thing that's good is that we've kind of utilized his recruitment already. So we've brought in a few players that he used to play with, you know, he used to have a youth level at different places who are exciting. We've got some really good loan signings in. Ethan Laird looks unbelievable at this level. Um Tim Irabunum is a centre midfield for us who's getting there. He's not Premier League level yet. And people keep asking me about him. Aston Villa fans keep asking me about him. He's good. He's got talent, but he makes some bad mistakes as well. So he's not totally there. But the potential overall, we've got a couple of youngsters coming through as well. We've got a guy up front called Sinclair Armstrong who is unbelievable. He's like Mikel Antonio and he's 18 or 19. Wow. Honestly, I'm never. If you if you see the highlights quickly, obviously you guys don't want to watch QPR, get it. But like, if you see the sending off, that's a. I can't remember how old he is. He's eighteen or nineteen. He literally has four people bumping into him, bumping, and just deals with it. Like so, we've got exciting players. Ilias Chair has gone to another level recently this year, so he's got a massive opportunity to do something really, really special this year, Bill, and win something. Yeah. And if yeah. you're going to have a long career in this game, he knows more than anyone. In terms of youth development, and he is a still a. I know he's got twenty years experience, but in terms of management, he's a pup. He could stay at QPR and make mistakes, try things, learn, learn, achieve, and get those games. Like I speak about it a lot, where it's like the 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 sort of naught to fifty games as a manager, oh sorry, as a player is one thing. 50 to 100, you see a next level of a player. Say, like, let's talk about Skip, for example. That first 50 games, he might be sort of having a few good games, a few bad games, being careful with him. Then 50 to 100, you know, he goes to a new level. And then there's the next level after that where you go, I know exactly what I'm doing all the time here. And yeah. he yeah, he's yeah. going to have a good season with us. This is the thing, that if he's smart about his own development, I would actually say, just leave this one. But it's a, it, it's I, a toss I, of a coin. But I would say leave it because no, you, you're, it's a safe space for you to try things with a squad that's very exciting and you could be in the Premier League next year. Jim, you're coming... I know you're you're very good at being subjective. You're being uh, like... Um, sorry, objective. You're, you, uh, but as a, a QPR fan, naturally you're going to see that in him. You're going to see the opportunity he has. Now, as a, as a neutral here who doesn't have a vested interest other than my friendship with you, I think I agree with you. I actually think stay at QPR, see what you can do. Even if you finish outside the playoff ch- stages, that is still progress, right? That's your stock hasn't diminished because of that. And there will be options available to you. If you genuinely believe in your ability as a manager, then wait. 
don't just jump to Wolves right now because actually this says more about your character, in my opinion, about yeah. your your loyalty and, and things that are important and players believing in what you're saying and building something together. Because no doubt the messages to the QPR players means he's got through to them to get them to play that way. This is, the, you know, admittedly a slightly different squad to last year, but it's, it's, it's a, the same group of players and the transformation from you know, the, the the eventual sort of capitulation of QPR yesterday to last season to what you're doing now is different. And that's because of it, Michael Beale. So to just leave all that, the first flash of a skirt is, isn't a great look. But... Yeah, that's, that's an interesting point. And, and by the way, guys, I know people in the chat already say, just proud saying wishful thinking, Jim, nobody turns down the prem. Oh, well, let's talk. We'll talk about the Wolves side of it, of why you take the Wolves job. We'll talk about that in a second, because I think, of course, like I get that. Right. And we'll, we'll dive into that. And it's, as jobs go, it's a cracker, right? But just to stay with QPR just for a second longer, and and his his brand, right? Think about his brand, right? His stock is very high right now, and it is and his stock within the industry. Forget what fans think about him, because what I've seen is a lot of Wolves fans going, <clears throat> "Oh, I've actually, I've watched a couple of podcasts on him and I've read up on him." Essentially, what I did, you know, a little while ago, and yeah, and you're like, "Oh, I get, I like the way he talks. He seems really smart." All those things, right? But you're you're right. Every sort of every action has a you know, has a, a you know a positive or negative reaction down the yeah. line. And what we do know is is that um, Premier League jobs, yes, there's only four or five, but they also do come around again. And you're right. For him to just jump off that quickly isn't the best of looks for someone who at this moment in time everyone feels like he's the messiah he does he is a little bit chocolate he does like he does like the sound of his own voice and I- i'd like the sound of i love the sound of his own voice as well i love his interviews i think he's a, I, th- I really really like him just to be clear but he does he has that sort of ego in him and that is probably why he will take this job but it's also yeah look he doesn't owe qpr anything at all he's just that he he has benefited from it an opportunity to manage a championship club and QPR benefited because you're top of the league. The problem He's... isn't his ambition. The problem, I think, Jim, sorry, whoa, whoa, if you whoa, finish whoa, your point. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Luke, is that true? What? Luke Ball says he's turned it down. Who's Luke Ball? Ballie? Has he turned Luke, it down? Is he on the wind-up? I don't know. Quick, go to Twitter. Hang on. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Jim, oh my god! Jim! 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 Oh my good god! Okay, where do I go? Where do I go? Where do I look? Where do I look? Oh Ball, god. Luke. It's true. Where? 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 Fucking where? <laughs> what do I do? So what do I do? So it's Bill, right? Michael Bill has turned down Wolves. Wolves. <gasps> no. Even the Telegraph. Come on. Breaking Wolves and now no yes he's turned it down. Not only he's turned it down within an hour of it, of being approached. That would suggest. James. Where, oh, where, football. where, where, where? Oh, play this. We're going to do it anyway. <laughs> We're going to do it anyway. We're oh, come on. Anyway. Is that true? Jim. Hang on, hang on, hang on. It's true, on. it's true. Where are you looking at this? It, it's uh, Matt Law at the Telegraph. <sighs> he sounds quite like a good source, doesn't he? <laughs> there you go, Matt Law. It is interesting, this news. No. 
Yes! <laughs> Come on! Oh, yes! I'm so pleased he's not going. Oh, I'm sweating. Jim. Oh, yes. Yes, 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 yes. Right, I can stop being sensible now. I'm Jim, Jim. absolutely fucking delighted. Yes. <laughs> oh. Oh, James, thank uh, God. Why, why are you oh, I've always liked him. Always oh, he's such him. a good guy. He's what such a, guy. a good guy. What a guy. What a Smart guy. man. Great manager. Yes. Seize the opportunity. Come on. Seize the opportunity. Seize the squad. Seize uh, the squad. And do you know what? Do you know what the worst thing? that We were picking apart of that, Jim. We are saying... It does. It does say something about his character. What about his character now? <laughs> Great character. Oh, um, I want to call Gary. Oh. That is fucking brilliant news. Why don't you call your dad? Well, hang no. on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on a minute. Mate, hang it's, on a minute. It's true. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute, because there's someone. Why is no one mentioned? Why is no one? Someone uh, that. You know who you are. It's not. It's not. Now's not the time. But as some Wolves fan who's given it the biggin, who had a very, who changed his name to like Beale is coming. I am coming for you, son. I am coming also, for you on Twitter. Doesn't that doesn't that say like that? Someone someone in the comments just just said he, you know, these managers don't turn the Premier League down. They don't turn the Premier League down. Bill knows, Jim. This this Thanks. is why you should be super. Listen, mate. This is why you should be super interested, right? Super interested. <laughs> I'm so fucking interested right now, <laughs> Jim. He sees in this squad enough to get him to the Premier League. He knows. He's convinced that he can do with QPR this season what was offering him oh already. Oh my god! As oh, a okay. fan, do you understand oh. what I'm saying here, Jim? Are you even listening? No. I'm so listen to me. bloody happy. Sorry, go Listen on. to James, listen, listen. He sees in QPR everything he needs to achieve what Wolves have just offered him. That's huge, it, yeah. That's what that's what that's what's just happened. He's saying oh, he is what saying a victory for football. What a victory. Indeed. Everyone everyone out there, Wolves fans, you should be happy about this. Because that is a victory <laughs> for football. <laughs> James, he's saying QPR are going up. That's what he's saying by, by turning them down. Oh, I'm buzzing. I you can't should believe be. that it. is if incredible. I mean, that's definitely true, right? That's, this is gonna, I'm going to look like a knobhead. Sorry. Watch out. Beal's about. Hello. I hope you're all right. Release clause, lad. He's ours. Just back off now. P.S. Do not bookmark this in case it doesn't come off. I'm just going to retweet that. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll crack on with the rest of the <laughs> So, well, we haven't got much material now. Uh, uh, do you know what, guys? Sandwiches. Aren't sandwiches great? I bloody love sandwiches. <laughs> no, I'm buzzing. No, no, that. wait, that's Jim. huge. Not yet. Not yet. News. That's such big news, lads. Come on, Jim. Luke L, who's one of our moist slugs. Up yours, Luke L. Up yours. You might want to change your Twitter account. Change it right now because Beal is about in London. He's not in the Midlands. Thanks for the retweet. No problem. Honestly, absolute fucking pleasure. <laughs> In. <laughs> oh. The thing is, Jim, you, um, you've seen it go wrong so many times as well. Like an intelligent manager looks at that as more. You know, do you remember? Do you remember what happened to um, Eddie Howe? He left. He left Bournemouth, who were you know on the brink and the rise of Premier League glory, to go to Burnley, and it all fucked up. That's you must be. That's uh, what news. What, that is what news. I'm I'm in shock. I'm massively in shock because you was convinced he was going, wasn't you? Convinced. 
convinced. Because do you know what? Yeah. Like I say, he makes that Wolves team so much better. <laughs> That's what I was gonna go. I was gonna go on to say. It's like because you've got a squad there that has decent fullbacks, ball playing centre backs. Um, I like. I'd, I thought about their whole team. I was gonna do a whole video on it, but I don't need to do it anymore <laughs> because he's not. He's not going. He's staying at the Rangers. And I tell you what, that will galvanise the fan base so much. Game and hand, mate. Game and hand, top of the league. What, what right, else you want? I mean, let's drift over to the, if we could, just briefly to, oh, I'm so fucking happy. <laughs> I'm not trying, you know, I really, because it's, I don't, I'm not used to people asking me about QPR. Yeah. And yesterday we're getting all these, I'm getting all these tweets and stuff. And I'm like, I don't like this. Yeah. I like, well, don't they... like being this, inv- like invested in welcome... the story and it being a well, negative you go up, story. Welcome, welcome to the Welcome to the fishbowl, mate. This is what this is what happens. It's, and it's it's much worse than the last time you were promoted. And you are, by you're, you're that you're effectively promoted from this stage to the Premier League. Are we sure he's not gonna? He's not gonna. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bloody right, Dazzler. <laughs> oh, he's tagging. He's tagging me in it. <laughs> oh man, James Wilkett right now. I mean, I, I, every bone <laughs> in my body wants to say that phrase over my right hand shoulder. Mate, because look, you know what, what a message to the players. What a message to those players. I'm not fucking leaving. <laughs> he goes into the dressing room, really. I'm not fucking leaving. Yeah. <laughs> do you want know the swag when he walks in? Yeah. Just, guys, do you want know the smart thing is you do the like X factor. You get you get them all the lads together. Don't you? you go, guys, and need to talk to you. I'm not fucking leaving. I'm not fucking leaving. Let's and then they're right. The huh? No, they go. Let, let, they go. I'm, I'm not fucking leaving. And then, huh? Did he say? <laughs> I'm not fucking leaving. <laughs> oh. I- iconic Mate. podcast, this one. Jim, can I give you something else that make you feel good? Um, Please. More. Yeah. So yeah, hang more, on. more. So we've got yeah, the listen. manager sticking around. We are not yep. a manager of this team. We are top of the fucking league right now. Yep. Come yep. on. We'll be game and end. Do you want more? Watch out, Hull. We're coming for you on Saturday. Yes, mate. You want, what else you got? Do you want more? He turned down walls within within one hour of the approach being official. Within one hour, which means it was never even in the, he was never even considering it. He wasn't even interested in the Premier League. He, all he wanted, all he wants is just to get on with his job at QPR and the amazing progress he's made. He turned it down the minute they offered him. That is unreal. I'm that so proud of him. I'm so proud of him. Because actually, mate, I'll tell you what, that takes some fucking conviction. Sorry, I'm swearing a lot because I'm excited. That takes a lot of conviction to to turn down that kind of money. That's like next level confidence because you're like, I'll see you up there. I'm on my way. Don't worry. So he's sitting He's sitting in his in the office at Loftus Road, right? And, uh, and he's sitting there and he knows the news. He knows what's going on, right? And they sitting at his desk and the phone rings. Yeah. Hello, and then the other side. Yeah, it's Wolves. It's like not interested. Bosh, yeah. that was it. Done. <laughs> well, how are you feeling, Wolves fans? Ouch, Luke L. That's a... Talk to me, son. <laughs> Talk to me. You how this, are you this feeling? Is such a victory for the championship. QPR are bigger than are bigger than Wolves. Clearly. I mean, I couldn't. I couldn't say that. I like Wolves. But oh, we all like wolves. What we we all like wolves. I'm not, I'm not saying I don't like wolves. I'm just giving you some facts here. But the, currently, the point, managers the, are turning down Wolverhampton Wonders, Wonders to stay at QPR. To me, that's big club, big club energy. Yeah, 
saying. I'm not understanding I've got any issue with walls at all. He's setting he's setting something up there as well where it's like you don't have to take it. You don't have to take that job. You can be about has he changed has he changed it? Have you I just want to see if he's changed his um he changed his uh, Twitter account. Anyway, sorry. Oh so happy. So bloody happy. But we must we must move on and talk about sandwiches. I need can I can I uh, fill my coffee jug up in celebration, Jim? Yeah. I'm Jesus. so let me let me monologue. I'm gonna mute you. Go on. I'm just gonna monologue. I'm just gonna monologue that shit out of this one. Well done, Mick Beal. Thank you so much for committing to a project and sticking with that project. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Because literally... 9.99 out of 100 people take that job. I, I'm honestly shocked that you haven't taken that job. And I'm so pleased that you have. Don't leave before the end of the season. Like Now, this season, what can you achieve with the lads? I saw the game yesterday. I've seen Elias Chair. I've seen what Sam Field's doing in the centre of the park there. I've seen Lyndon Dykes getting back-to-back braces. I'm seeing Sinclair Armstrong coming on and doing bits. I'm seeing Senny Dieng being the best goalkeeper in the division by a mile. And more than anything, I bloody called it. I bloody called that we would be, we would have a chance of getting in the playoffs this year. And no one who predicted it said that that could happen. But I believed in those players and you're believing in them as well. Something's, I can't, I'm not saying it, but I'm happy. All right. Well done you, Mick. Good lad. Yeah, fair play, mate. Fair play. You've gone up in my estimations, if that means anything to you. And, he is and that's looking... the point. That's what we were saying. For his bra- his brand's gone. Yeah. What this? Hang on a minute. This people are like they, they, they don't know. Like fifty percent of the people that watch Premier League football probably don't know who Michael Beale is. Like, not like me. And now they're going. What? Sorry. What the QPR manager? T- QPR manager turned down Premier League Wolves. What, what's going on the QPR? They check the check Championship table. And, oh, they're top. What's going on there? What's going on down Loftus Road, I wonder? Come on. Um, what Luke Ball says, what if Conte walked out and Spurs went for him? <laughs> Fucking hell. 
don't. <laughs> Can I have one day? All right. Can we just let this be a QPR day? Right. Um, oh, top comments. Josh is an interesting one. <clears throat> Josh, four days ago. Oh, power... this, is, this is this is past Jim. I'm. Well, this is curious, isn't it? This what an interesting. Hmm. Hmm. Very. Hmm. Oh, you could you could sink your teeth into this top comment. This jo- is like war and peace. <laughs> Very interesting. Josh says the power of hindsight. Seeing you all giddy about QPR when I'm watching on a Saturday evening, knowing you've lost three-one to Luton. Well, Josh, love it, Josh. Uh, can I? Yeah. Imagine how giddy we are now reading your comment. Comment. <laughs> comment. Four days on, knowing that, knowing that QPR are top of the league, and Michael Bill is staying at the club. Yeah. I don't know why I'm so excited, Jim. It's like literally, I've got no affiliation, but I'm buzzing for you. I'm so (laughs) buzzing. I honestly haven't felt like this for so long. (laughs) This is amazing. Football. Come on. Football's great, isn't it? Football's wonderful. Spurs just got beat 2 0 at Old Trafford, and I feel great because of this. Delighted. So, yeah. Uh, Nice giddy comment there, Josh. Hey, just just wait a second. Maybe do. Just wind it in a little bit. (laughs) Yes. Little rewind on that, please. Um, Thomas Martin, uh, son of Nigel Martin. So it's so funny. Quickly before you read this in, is uh, uh, Ricky, my mate. um, He was like, because he listens to the podcast now. He loves the podcast, and he listens on when he's walking. Wonderful. Hi, Ricky. Hope you're well. Hope you're enjoying your walk. Take a deep breath, Ricky, as you and take in that lovely fresh air. Um, he said, is that really Nigel Martin's son? He absolutely loves the fact that Nigel Martin's son watches the podcast. Moreover, when I told him the Spaghetti Bolognese story, he was he was in bits. Iconic. Bloody Nigel legit. Martin knows about the, 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 the Spaghetti Bolognese story. Anyway, carry on. Do I love Tom as well? So what Tom does, every... And you'll you'll see it here. The at the at He's so lovely and positive. And at the end of every... Um, comment he often writes what he writes here so funny story i had a dream about jim and flav last night they were organizing a coach trip to qatar imagine that <laughs> well vanarama get in touch um <laughs> for the world we're going coach. again we're going again one more tour and um, bringing us all slugs so a coach tour with the slugs lovely uh, it was great but also quite strange the anticipation of a new jaffan episode and just to say that before i say this next bit this is this. This is from the same man who uh, created the bit that you'll be hearing a little bit later on called Reflex Saves. That's right, Nigel Martin's yeah. son with the Reflex Saves bit uh, that is about how you get out of a, a bad situation. And then he said uh, the anticipation of a new Jeff and podcast or Jeff anticipation. Nice, very nice. If you will, has clearly seeped into my nightly unconscious thoughts. We can only move forwards. Thank you, mate. Love that, Jeff. Anticipation I've, for that alone. I've just—that is fantastic. I've just—I've um, just, and as as we know, as slugs, and we're all slugs. Slugs can only move forwards. Can't go backwards. Indeed. Um, I've, I've just checked. I've, Mick Beal's a slug, it seems. Mick Beal, hundred percent is. Uh, right. I've just checked on how to drive to uh, Qatar. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, Vanarama, if you're watching, we're in the planning stages of this trip. Yeah, We've currently just started the planning stages of our drive to Qatar in under what? Well, what would it be? Under four weeks' time. How long is that going to take? Uh, that drive. Right. Well, it, it it's not. It's less the time and more 
places we'll have to go through to get there. <laughs> right. Okay. Right. In, <laughs> and, in, in the comments, like who's, who's, in? who's and... coming on the coach tour? Who's coming with us? Yeah. I wouldn't, uh, anyone who's, well, yeah. I, I mean, look, it's, it's just under 4,500 miles. If you drove straight through without stopping, it would take 74 hours. Naturally, we need sleep, as we found when driving to, well, we found driving to Russia a couple of years ago that it took it took us about two and a half days, didn't it, with sleep? Yeah. And you're, that this is like two-thirds longer, the distance. So you're looking at a week at least, if you can get through. Now, the trip through Europe is pretty nice. It's got Belgium, Germany, Austria, Hungary, Serbia, Bulgaria. No problems there, I don't think. And then into uh, very Eastern European Turkey, and then into Asia. From that point, it gets a little bit sketchy. <laughs> we need to drive we need to drive, drive down through Turkey at the crossing of Iskurduran, right? Get our, and we then get we'll our, go. We could get our teeth done. I'd get my eyes lasered. If you have time, that's fine. You, you, we probably need that, would be the best bit. Then we enter Syria. <laughs> okay. We have to drive down through Syria, I would say about 800, 900 miles through Syria, through. Damascus, which, uh, you know, in recent years has suffered, uh, which is bordering the border of Lebanon, Calm down past the West Bank, West Bank, (laughs) 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 down past the West Bank, (laughs) into Saudi Arabia, no, no, into Jordan, sorry, you cross Jordan into Saudi Arabia. Luckily, uh, we avoid Iran by some distance because... um, you know, there's currently uh, the unsettled nature of what's going on there and protests and whatnot. We drive so, all the way down through uh, Saudi Arabia, changing direction eastward from Riyadh, all the way through to Qatar. Just And just two tactile guys in a car. Two, two guys are a two, bit too tactile towards each other. Are they friends? Are they, yeah, why, does friends he keep, why is he tapping his bum when he says, get out of the car? Why, why do they keep hugging? What? what, what? <laughs> What What's he going on? Him on the neck when he does a joke. What's that? <laughs> like, nah, we're just we're just on a road trip, guys. We're, we're, we're just, just we're just mates. Just skipping um, through the Middle East. <laughs> Looking yeah. forward to it. I think the content's going to be great. I mean, um, it would it would be incredible. I wonder if like how easy. I mean, we haven't got enough time to plan now. Now I'm actually thinking about it. Like it would cost a I lot. How, I'd I'd, I'd like would, I'd my fee would be <laughs> hefty. <gasps> we might have on Steam confirmation. Come on. There we Ornstein. go. Steen confirmation. I've, do you know, what? I, I, I've never had this with David Ornstein. He's never been involved in our club. But I remember, th- I was thinking yesterday. Um, I remember thinking yesterday. Oh God, people must hate Ornstein and then love Ornstein all the time. Yes! Matt, Matt, yeah, Ornstein. what's up? Queenspot Rangers manager. Current Queen's Park Rangers manager Mick Beale has turned down the opportunity to move to Wolverhampton Wanderers. Amazing times. Oh, that is so fucking amazing. Oh, well, can I log in? Should be able to log in. Anyway, yeah, we're so I just, I'm I'm all over the place right now. I'm all over the place right now. I've totally seen the password. Log in. I am a subscriber of the Athletic. It's it's great value. Um. I just, I'm just, I'm just so pleased. Talks between Wolves and Beal were scheduled for Thursday after QPR's impressive, it really was, 3-0 victory over Cardiff City on Wednesday. 
But it is understood that after speaking to the QPR hierarchy, Beal turned down the opportunity to move to the Molyneux for a long in Wolves. Didn't even talk to Wolves. <laughs> Didn't even talk to Wolves. I'm not interested. Do you think, Jim, just a quick question. I don't want to bring you down. Um, do you think that QPR, you put in the clause after twenty after 12 months, right? Not straight away if a Premier League club comes in. Yeah. They should have protected their position a little bit. Better. They should have, and I think they'll learn from this. Um, <clears throat> but fortunately... It's a, I, I can confirm. I can confirm, and I think I might just pop this uh, pop this on Twitter now. Actually, save. I don't know why I saved that. I can confirm <laughs> on Twitter. All over the shop, Jim. I know. I'm absolutely all over the shop. I can confirm <laughs> that Mick Beal, because he likes to be called Mick. <laughs> Mick Beal is. You can put a full stop in there. Sorry. Anyway. Is a good egg. A good egg. Right, and I and do you know what? I'll retweet that. And, and you egg. know, I'm gonna I think we might as well chuck in a couple of eggs. Not a splattered egg, because that's wolves. No, right. one egg. One egg's enough. One egg's one enough. Egg's enough. Yeah, one, yeah. one egg's enough. Take away the full stop. Wait, oh, oh, oh. Take away the full stop. Put the egg as the full stop. <laughs> oh genius. Yes, and tough. that is and, fact. And that is out there into the world, and I'm a happy bunny. Come on, come Wolves fans, absolute! If you're a Wolves fan, well, still watching this, Luke L, respect to you, son, because I am unbearable. <laughs> I am unbearable. Yeah, but you, they tried. Uh, they, they tried to fucking do the big boy bollocks. Come yeah, yeah. And try and t- you know, we're obviously Wolves. You're obviously going to come to us. And Mick Bill's going. I don't even want to speak to them. Let me do my job. Yeah, let, me so let me cook. <laughs> let me cook. Let me cook. Uh, no one turns down he's, the prem. He's gone. The, 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 the West, the, the, the QPR board have just gone. Oh, well, so we were obligated as per the terms of, of, of your contract to allow to let you know that Wolves have approached to speak to you. Um, we'd like to know, you know, what, what you think. He goes, This you're wasting my time. Let me cook. No, let me cook. No one turns down the prem. Who said that? Josh Powell, yes, isn't it? Someone no said that. Hang your head. Down. And your head in shame. Right, let's talk about sandwiches. Um, oh yeah, reflex save. We were speaking about earlier. So Matt Robson had a reflex save. Get yours in the comments down below. I was nine years old uh, and I'd recently began to understand what swear words were. I was at the pub. Great time that, isn't it, when you realise that? It's about nine. I was at the pub with my family and England under-21s were on TV and had just been knocked out of the, uh, the Euros. When Stuart Pearce came on the screen, I said, what a wanker. To my mum's anger and disbelief. When she said, what did you just say? I replied, I said he's an Aita Karanka. I'm saying he's a bad (laughs) manager. My mum said, okay, I thought you said something else. Crisis averted. Great work. Good work. Good Good reflex save there. Mm. Um, And then Callum with two L's, getting out of a bad situation. It's called reflex saves, Callum. Yeah, it's reflex Callum, come on. I was in my first job in a call centre. Uh, to make this situation worse, I was in a probationary period. A customer called absolutely furious. You, you worked in a call centre, didn't you, once? Briefly? Yeah. Yeah, on the mailbag, I'll go into it. It was horrendous, okay. the worst three weeks of my life. Uh, a customer called absolutely furious. She said she had several issues. She said, first problem, your colleague never called me back. Second problem, my bills are too high. And then third problem. And because she put so much heart into the phrase, th- oh, sorry, she said, and then my third problem, and because she put so much heart into the phrase third problem, I just accidentally laughed. 
I kid you not, she immediately said, I don't find this funny, do you? And out of nowhere, from the deep depths of my brain, I burst into action, saying, no, I'm not laughing, I'm just shocked. I'm shocked a customer like you has had such a bad time. And with seconds, she was on side. Nailed it. <coughs> well done. Good work. Good reflex save. Um, sandwich chat. Right. Let's take our time with this. Let's get this right. Um, because this is a absolute can of sandwichy worms. So last week, um, I broke down. Similar to this week, but in a different style. Um, because I couldn't stop laughing. Because yeah, there was, we had some problems with Robert Faber, who is a, a man from the Netherlands. Uh, who was talking about sandwiches, talking about jam sandwiches. He was talking about chocolate sprinkles. Um, you, I know you've done your own research, um, but yeah. we've also done some ourselves uh, because yeah. McSlash says Hagelslag. Sounds confusing. Brackets, Dutch chocolate sprinkles is one of the first things that comes to mind when I think of Dutch food. My wife always asks her Dutch friends to bring Hagelslag. Oh, I don't know why I'm saying that. Hagelslag, actually, I think it is. When they come to visit London, I don't think he meant that he eats jam with Hagelslag. I believe he was comparing his approach when eating a jam sandwich to a Hagelslag sandwich, which is usually with butter. Now, in a very strange uh, set of events, I googled Hagelslag. And here it is. Um... So here it is. What is what's really funny is that so this is how they are these chocolate sprinkles, right? That you put on bread, right? But when I looked at the pictures, look, there's Hagelslag on a banana sandwich. I don't understand why they have to put it on bread, though. I don't understand the, the idea of chocolate sprinkles or shavings or whatever they are. I just don't understand why it has to go on bread. It's, it's just like quick fire cake, really. But it isn't though, is it? It's not cake. It's it, it's it's it, just it, a substrate, not... isn't it? It's just a base to eat chocolate. I sure. Have a Mars bar. Because you can like, what about um? What was I going to say? Essentially, it's it's crunchy Nutella. No. Yeah, yeah. Look, that that is a good point, Jim. That makes much more sense. If you, if, it is like you'd have nut, but it's you wouldn't have Nutella in a. Well, would you have Nutella in a sandwich? I wouldn't, but the kids might. So I, yeah. find it, I find it interesting in this picture is that they've yeah, cut, right. it's a banana sandwich with Hagelslag and he's cut off the crust, which uh, we, we need to talk about as well, actually. That is even more childish, isn't it? Is it what is already a childish sandwich he's made for a four-year-old because he's cut the crust off. Yeah. Well, we've got some crust. Like my here, so my son this. my son asked me, like, I was making him a sandwich the other day and he said, can you cut the crust off? He's 12. Slap. And I was like, Abs. I didn't slap him. I don't think slapping kids is... In certain circumstances, you know, slap a kid, yeah. But in this instance, I don't think asking for the crust to be cut off deserved a backhand. Um, In this instance, I said to him, no, you need to grow up, son. And I think that's good parenting. If you can't handle a few crusts, how are you going to handle the real world? Yeah, yeah, I agree. We've got to, we we have to find vehicles for resilience in these youngsters. Uh, yeah. Robert Faber replied uh, back saying, um, indeed, though I distinctly remember trying the combo when I was a kid, that's Hagelslag chocolate sprinkles in a jam sandwich. Too too much going on there. Not too bad, actually. It feels yeah. a bit indulgent to do that as an adult, though. McSlash said, so you're saying you're a Hagelslag? 
Like the slug, good. Yeah, and Robert Faber went, <laughs> I can remember this, imagine this in a Dutch accent, which I don't really know what that is, but excellent one. <laughs> you said, excellent one. Yes, I guess I am a Hargus. I guess I am a Hargus, love. There <laughs> you go. Great work. Um, Jack Lane, Flav's insistence that you can't hold a whole sandwich is peak small hands energy. Would you like to respond to this? I, I, well, I, I don't think that that's fair because... Small hands it, energy, is that a thing? No, but he's saying I must have small hands because I can't hold a sandwich that isn't cut in half. I'm not saying I can't. Everybody can. Well, most people can. All I'm saying is it, it is much more sensible and well thought to cut the sandwich because it makes it easier to eat. If you're eating a sandwich and bits are falling, the innards are falling out sure. the end. But are you, how do you feel time. about, to take this in a different direction, how, how do you feel about filling? How much filling are you after? Because every time you talk about a sandwich, <laughs> you're you're doing this with your hands. Whereas sometimes you can have because I had to I, I had to race to QPR, so I made a quick like what was it? It was like chicken and avocado sandwich, but it was like slices of chicken. <laughs> so <laughs> middle class. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, what was it? What was it? Uh, you know, chicken and avocado sandwich, <laughs> hummus and falafel sandwich. No, it wasn't, but it was all that was there. It was all that was there. So, but I was able to do it. It would keep it quite flat and then drive and eat one-handed. And so I did yeah, have no, it as a whole. I, I, no, no, no. I agree, I agree with you. I, I would say that the, the width of the sandwich typically could be eaten if you cut it in half with one hand. I'm not like one of these. But you, you go to a delicatessen sometimes and they overdo it. Sure. Put too much, way yeah, too yeah, much yeah. cheese in. The worst thing is if you get, you're looking at it, right? And there is cheese stacked up on each other in a sandwich. It's too much cheese. you got to be careful like, of that. Ruining yeah, yeah. the sandwich. Again, it's like... Because do you know what? chocolate sprinkles sprinkles is essentially just um, grated chocolate, isn't it? As well, yeah. So it's a yeah, texture, that, that, a texture all, debate yeah. here. All you've done, it's chocolate. But what you've done is shave it. It's not new. You don't have to give it a name. You're not doing anything special, Holland. You've just shaved chocolate. That's all you've done, Holland. <laughs> calling out Holland, <laughs> gaslighting Holland. <laughs> yeah, calling out the whole fucking country. <laughs> done a lot of good things in your time. I'm a yeah. big fan of you. But this is this is too much. You can't claim that you made up shaving chocolate. Loads of people have done that. It's so annoyed he called you Holland. It's the <laughs> Netherlands. What are we supposed to call yeah, you, Holland, Robert? Can Holland you just let me know what we're supposed to call you? Is it Holland or Netherlands? Ne- Holland is what? a section of the Netherlands, no? Yeah, yeah, correct, correct. So Holland is a section. Uh, but, but, but but why are, in footballing terms, they're sometimes called Netherlands and sometimes called Holland? Let us know. I'm interested. Just to say, um, that chicken sandwich also had, <coughs> had had about thirty seconds. I chucked a little bit of Dijon mustard on it. Well, I was going to say, like, what that that is, that sounds like you needed a condiment to just was, to kick it off. I was in a proper rush, and I was like, and I hit, in my head, I was like, I best go, and I was like, but it needs something, something. It needs. Something. <laughs> and then what you just opened? Was it in the fridge? The Dijon in the fridge? I was to be honest. You know me. I was after the English mustard, ideally, yeah. but also yeah. actually, I thought I saw Dijon. I thought, hang on. I don't mm. want to overpower the avocado. So this Dijon might just work. And it did. It was actually really good. I, I used Dijon on Sunday when I was uh, doing uh, making my roast carrots. And I used, I made a, I got a little uh, pot. I put honey and Dijon mustard and whisked it up and then drizzled it over the carrots. And they were sensational. Oh, great work. <laughs> That's our new thing, isn't it? So sending each other stuff. I said, Flav, this, <laughs> I tried aubergine pickle this week and it, it was, um, but honestly, it was like, is it? Um, Better I than mango pot. chutney. Yeah, I said. I got a, I got a pot yesterday. Did you bring your recommendations? I'll let you know how it Mate, it'll blow your mind. So good. I said to Fam, I was like, what does it taste like? And I thought she was being difficult because she wouldn't really explain. But actually, it's really hard to explain. You can't explain <laughs> yeah. it. Can you, yeah. Can people check, check in, obviously, like 
roast hack. Little things you do to make your roast elevated to another level. For me, I a little bit lots of English mustard, but touch of truffle oil in your in the cheesy leeks. Side of cheesy leeks. Come on, I like it. I like that. Yeah. Um. Okay. Joe Tucker got lots to get through sandwich chat. My mate Tom invented a new way of cutting sandwiches. (laughs) It's like a hybrid between your standard horizontal cut and diagonal cut. So sort of a wonky trapezoidal diagonal cut. I I can already see it already. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yes. Because I I did. I went and searched trapezoid uh, just to give people that that view. Um, And I think I can see it as well. You're sort of coming horizontal and then going off at an angle. Am I right? Oh, he's getting bread out. Well, I've just so happened got a bit of bread. Okay. Yeah. I think I I know what it is. Yeah, go do your trapezoidal cut and let's see if it's similar. I mean, we've got some trapezoids down here as well, guys. I'm thinking it's like that, like a wider version of that. Right, let's see what we got, Flav. Right, my idea of a trapezoid cut would be this. Oh, really? Interesting. Um, is that what he's doing? It, oh, maybe. Is, maybe. I quite like that because this, that is a good bite, that. Yeah. So do you know what I was thinking? I was thinking though. something different. I was thinking it was a what straight. What was you thinking? I was thinking straight down horizontal and then off to the right. Or, well, or just left. a little bit. Yeah, so it's like halfway down, then diagonal. So Maybe I'm wrong. Could you what, do that? So for down me? like that, and then yeah, I could do that. Yeah. I could draw what? on my iPad. So God, what are you saying? <laughs> you saying like this, and then like that? Yeah. What? That's madness. What? But so they're gonna, not equal. Yeah, you're not going to get symmetry. Then I think I'm wrong. I've got it wrong. All right, let me just just to, just to demonstrate the craziness of what James has just said. This is what he thought the guy was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've, I've had a bit. That's that. <laughs> How is that trapezoidal? Yeah, I mean that's 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 confusing for everyone. Well, this, okay, that and this is going to make an interesting sandwich after this. I'm shot. intrigued. I'm not wasting the bread. I'm not wasting the bread. Okay, interesting. Let's hear the explanation from uh, my mate Tom. Science cannot explain how, but somehow you end up with more sandwich than either of the two prehistoric methods of cutting a sandwich. We were all sceptical at first, but after trying it, all of my friends have converted to using the Tom sandwich cutting technique, and we will never look back. Interesting. Um, Sean, Sean Peake, here's a mental sandwich story for you boys. Back in primary school, we had a kid who every day, this is, this takes a turn. We had a kid who every day would pull out his crustless sandwich for lunch. I don't agree with it, but I understood the reasoning because the middle bit is the best part. And actually, generally, you know, I was saying, oh, you go around and eat the crust first and then save the middle bit. Generally, the the consensus was that I was right with that. Really? A lot of people got behind me. I've never never heard of such a thing. Middle bit is the best part. So theoretically, it's a perfect sandwich. I respected him up until a, a day where I noticed... He ate his sandwich for recess, or break as we have in England, rather than lunch. I became curious as to what he was going to eat later that day. Did he have a second sandwich? At lunch that same day, I witnessed the most horrific thing of my life. (laughs) As I eagerly watched him reach into his bag, only to see him pull out a sandwich bag full of the crusts that were cut off his original sandwich. I was waiting for him to throw it out and nothing could prepare me for what was next. He began to lick his lips 
and began eating these crusts with a wry smile. I'm pretty sure he's a serial killer now. So he's eaten the it's main funny, bit of the sandwich you... early doors and saved the crust for lunch. I think Sick. what happened is he just got excited. He just got excited and realised he needed something for lunch. So he just... Um, that is madness. It's funny, like, you do end up like fascinated, like, fascinated watching people and being fascinated by what they're doing, the weird little habits they have. Like you, when you used to roll an egg. Yeah. Fam loves watching my daddy eat a cheese and tomato sandwich. She loves it. Does she it? thinks it's so cute. Because my dad's got, my dad goes, I don't know if dad watches, but um, dad's, dad, dad thinks he's like, he's invented like a cure for something, right? When he tells you about tomatoes. Because he goes, he goes <laughs> so I cut up, you cut up the tomatoes, right? And I've, all I've done is I've put a bit of salt and pepper on it. It tastes completely different. <laughs> so, it's amazing. It brings them to life. It's like, okay, cheers. Dad. It brings them to life. It doesn't, it doesn't really talk like that. It does a little bit. Anyway, um, <coughs> here's well, um, a challenge for you, Flav. Oh, yeah. Callum, Callum's back. Um, and by the way, Callum, the patrons were saying that your story about the call centre, you're saying didn't happen. A few of them, just to say. Um, really? In central Scotland, where there was high population of miners, it was common to have cheese and jam sandwiches. Back in the day, butter was too expensive compared to jam, so strawberry jam was used to stop the cheese sliding off down the mines. Don't knock it till you try it, Flav. It's amazing. Whether it's toast or bread, it's an elite combo and filler. Get it eaten. Would you try that, Flav? What was it? The main Jam the sandwich bit, with cheese. Jam and cheese sandwich. No. no, I don't know. I don't want anything sweet in my sandwich. I don't, I don't, I don't want that. I don't want to try jam in my, like it's not. There's so many good things you can put in your sandwich. Jam is like the fiftieth. But you like you in. like cheese and pickle. Yeah, jam, uh, chili jam, something like that. I can deal with. But that's I'm thinking jam. he's saying strawberry jam, yeah, like or Pop something like that. Strawberry jam, yeah, that's what he's saying. Strawberry well, jam, no, no, I'm not challenge. I'm not, I'm challenge not. denied. It seems. Yeah, yeah, but I, I will. Uh, can I recommend a? A, a, an amazing condiment to go in a sandwich. I don't it's, know, can um, you? I think I can. It's uh, what's the name of that brand? Fuck, uh, I can't remember the brand. But it's hot garlic. Hot garlic. And it's it's actually a pickle, but it's sort of garlic's a big part of it. It's amazing. Very punchy, but with some cheese and lettuce. Lovely. It's um, it's sure a famous brand. I'll leave it on. Um, whilst we're talking about my dad, okay, because Fam thinks dad look, when dad eats a sandwich, he looks like a child. And we did we just spoke about that last week about um, things that people adults do that make you feel like you look at them and you think they're a child. Because I talk about that fan who couldn't find his seat, even though he was like a sixty year old guy who's about you know eighteen stone. With a, yeah. Anyway, Nikki said on things that make an adult appear as a child for a moment. I saw an adult on a run through my uni campus this week, and he blew a bubble of bubble gum. I was dumbfounded to see an adult do such a thing. Mm. Chat that, just chat that out there. Um, back to sandwich chat. Um, Jacob Carver. The sandwich chat reminded me of someone I know who, when eating a chocolate muffin, muffin chat, in a twist, takes it out of the paper and turns it upside down in order to eat the base first so they can have the best bit i.e. the top last still haunts me to see it to this day as I quietly agree it is genius I eat muffins that way that's how I eat muffin same theory what? same philosophy let's finish with the best bite 
because the top bits nice can sometimes be crusty with sort of great you know great bits in there you might even have some kind of frosting on top so i, I just want to get that bottom bit out of the way to be honest i want to finish strong i like the bottom bit so how would you eat a muffin just straight from the top like that football podcast yeah well, you go straight from yeah. the top no 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 yeah way. yeah yeah Okay, yeah. we're going down the road here. Ben Mackay, Jim's sandwich take just remind, reminds me of my dad when I was younger, always having a go at both myself and my sister for eating all the good bits of a roast dinner <coughs> and leaving the veg till last. Nah, veg is the best bit. He always said you need to leave the best bit for last. Agreed. Smart man, wise man. It's just not true, he says, Ben. Um, In open rebellion, I still leave the veg till last and I couldn't care less. The early part of the roast consumption is amongst the greatest feelings on earth. Just don't get it. Indeed. Why would you I, not finish I, with the best bite? But if, there is no best bite in the. It's all great, isn't it? You can't go wrong. You can't. But there's best bites. Do you know what I mean it's like a football? Yeah, team. You've got better players, haven't you? I don't think you get caught. You get caught up in. You're thinking too much about it. Just, just do your best to enjoy every bit. And, and I like the crust. I like the bite of the, of the crust of, of a sandwich. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Okay. I think mind your own business as well, yeah? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a football, it's a podcast where we have to talk. So we have to explore things. Let's finish off with a couple of Samisms, as promised. Uh, Lawrence C.O. X. The best Samism I've heard in the office was when a colleague was on a call and said with confidence, one shoe fits all. Of course... He proudly mixed up the phrases one size fits all and if the shoe fits. One shoe fits all. For weeks, he was the target of office slander and was promptly given the mm. nickname one shoe. <laughs> uh, do you know, um, we had a, do you remember the footballer fits all? So I was, that was just going around in my head and I was about to ask people to let us know in the comments, comments the best football chance you've ever heard. And yeah, one size his... fits all is. That's his it's nickname, great, isn't it? Everyone called him one size, yeah. Um, this brought, yeah, best nickname. And, 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 and the song was Fitzall, Fitzall, Fitzall. He's nothing like Joseph Fritzall. Because one's an offender and one's a defender. <laughs> He's nothing like Joseph Fritzall. Good to Fitzall, know. Fitzall, Fitzall. Oh. That's a, that's a banger. What a relief. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's good. So where are we? Uh, so, yeah, he got called One Shoe. This brought great hilarity amongst my colleagues uh, and I until one fateful day. I was on a video call with a client when I blurted out the exact same Samism, repeating the line, <laughs> one shoe fits all. I immediately noticed what I had said and had to sit through another five minutes of conversation, hoping that no one had picked up on the Samism before the call finally ended and my colleagues proceeded to anoint the new office, one shoe. If you can't beat them, join them. Beautiful. Horrible. Beautiful. And, uh, Beautiful. <laughs> yeah, this made me laugh as well. Finish off with this. Jack Byrne, my mate, told me a story from his job the other day that included an amazing Samism. Someone suggested some kind of change in in process to the boss, who responded with, "It's best not to it's, it's best not to upset the apple tart." <laughs> <laughs> Don't upset the... Samisms come in all sorts of forms. They do. Um, have you just seen Ollie Sage's uh, comment in um, in the chat? Anyone else occasionally eat the cake paper when they were a child? Never done that, Ollie. No, mate. <laughs> Imagine him just like that. Explains a lot. Just doing this. Oh. What, chewing it or something? No, he's just eating the muffin, right? And he's just gone, check no one's right, notching. And he's just licking it and he just goes, 
There, there were some. There was that one thing where, where you could eat the paper. That was part of the thing. Yeah, no, it was like a rice paper, right? Yeah, it was on yeah, top of the yeah. cake, and you usually had a picture of. It's if you baked your own cakes at home, and then you'd get a little rice paper with a picture of Spider Man's face on it. That's it. That's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, what a wonderful, absolutely glorious hour from my point of view of podcasting. I think this goes down as my favourite podcast we've ever, ever, ever done. So much so yeah. I nearly burped there as I was talking. Apparently oh. Tris, Liz, Trust, Liz, Liz Trust is about to be sacked as well. I mean, it, it just gets better, doesn't it? What a day. Oh, that was going to be my silver lining, but now that's just the cherry on top. <laughs> <laughs> it was so uncomfortable watching Question Time. Uh, um, what is it called? Yeah, questions, what is questions. yeah, bless it. it I was like, oh god, I know she's fucked everything and cost people hundreds and hundreds of pounds every Fuck month. Stupid bitch, get but She is. That was so awkward. They're, they're, I mean, general election. Anyone? Makes sense, doesn't it? Anyway, uh, it doesn't um, make sense. The important thing they is would, they're going to put Rishi is. Sunak in, bring in more she Rishi? Cent- centrist uh, Tories, and if they've got to fix the economy, and then they may stay in power. But do you know, he would do a great job. Mick Peel, but he wouldn't Mick take Bill. the job because he's too busy loving Queen's Park Rangers right now. Guys, become a patron. You could have enjoyed that with us hand in hand. Thank you to the Moist Slugs. Links in the description. Have a cracking weekend. I'm off to watch us win, lose or draw against Hull City and who gives a shit because Mick Peel is taking the R's. Oh, come on. Um, you want to say anything? Yeah. <laughs> I just, you've just literally just admitted to that the QPR are going up. Something is happening, Jim. You can say it. You can say it. Well, just, well, I'll leave you. I'll leave you with this. It's interesting, isn't it? Hmm. Fascinating, mate. See you later, guys. Come on. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.